We love you. Thank you so much. Dude, I'm getting my seat back. <laughs> I think I'm going to be back you for did, the next did. episode. <laughs>
That is the wonderful. Ones, you know, they hang from the tree yeah. and the kid gets put yeah. in there too. And then I was just like, well, I can't do it. So he yeah. had to hold just Joshua. Yeah. And then we got to the cart and just wipe everything yeah. off. Wow. <laughs> so that was, that was the thing. We had to do it for passports and stuff like of that. Of course. We, uh, you know, it wasn't our first choice, but. You, well, you, I didn't you know this you about you guys and your story. If it's okay, I would love for you guys to share some of your story. I don't know how many people have ever heard the two of you together sharing your story. So <laughs> let's just start from the beginning. Where did Will Hart and Moosey, I don't know your maiden name. <laughs> Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> there you go. You did it. Where did, did you guys well. meet? In Paraguay, as, where I'm from. Wow. Yeah, he was when he was working with Captain Bob. They he was Bob's intern, and they were doing meetings and things were happening. And because I had been to Toronto in '95, I think I went. Um, so I heard that there were meetings happening and people were falling down and they were laughing. So I was like, okay, I want to go and check them out. So I went and I was in the back of the church following them because they were going to different uh, places. So I followed them around for a few months, making sure that they were what they say they were, who they were, and that they were doing the right stuff sure. <laughs> and stuff. And then I became part of the team, and that's how we met each other. Yeah, yeah. I moved to Peru when I was 17. No kidding. And so I met her a few months into my trip there. Yeah. Wow. And uh, she ended up becoming one of our, our, head our head translator, and we worked together for a couple of years. I moved no back kidding. to the States. I started traveling with Randy Clark. And right around that time, I was 20. I was like, man, God, I need a wife. <laughs> I'd never dated. And uh, I was like, I need a wife. And so when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, what am I looking for in a wife? And I'm m like my list or whatever I had in my mind was like, I based it off her. Sure. At the time. Hey. Uh, w so we're five and a half years. She's five and a half years. Older. Older than, than me. Wow. And so at the time when I was 17, I first met her. I was just out of high school, never dated. So 17, 23 when I, when I met. Like, right, and right. then by the time I left, she was 25. I was 19, right? Yeah. So like I, that was never in my, my mind until like a year later. I was like, heck, yeah. That's I'm, who I want. I'm stinking mature. <laughs> yeah. And she's stinking mature <laughs> yeah. and beautiful. And so I called her up Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Christmas morning, because at this point in time, we don't have MySpace, no, Facebook. No, no. This is kind we of pre-social media. She yeah. had email and phone calls. Yeah. Right. So you just hit her up on Christmas yeah. of all times well, it's to a call good, Well, crush. think about it. It's safe, right? Like That's you true. You can wish anybody Merry <laughs> Christmas. We hadn't talked for a while. So I was like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas. How are things going? And we started uh, emailing. Yeah, we started emailing. Back started, and forth. Yeah. And okay, she gets invited to Atlanta okay. to speak at a school. Okay. Or to like yeah. go work at a school. To be part of the school. And I was with Randy and Randy got invited to go speak, to at, speak that at that school. school. I was like, put me on that trip. Ah, uh, uh, so you were very interested at this point. Oh, yeah. You're like sneaking in. No, I, I, it, it, I wasn't really sneaky. Sne sneaking on the trip. Not really. You're like, put me on that I'm trip. Like, I'm like, I'm on that trip. Going to I'm going yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to tell her what I think. Wow. So it was like day two of the trip. I'm there. We, we, we went for like a walk and I was like, listen, I want to marry you. You just came right out and said it. Mm -hmm. No way. Okay. I got two questions for you yeah. real quick. All right. <laughs> just pull the car over. Wait, wait just a sure. minute. Number one, would you ever advise somebody to send their 17 year old on the mission field? Number one, if they had the encounter with the Lord that I had and were on fire, 150%. 
Thus, your oldest is in? Yeah, I was going to say, he has not had a massive encounter. He just had a commitment to the Lord now, and he wants to do and do that. So I don't think, I think an encounter, encounters like can jump you into something, but I don't think you'd need an encounter to do something. That's right. Yes. That's right. I agree. I agree. I totally agree. agree. Yes. You can have an encounter with the word. You can have an encounter. Like I had a power encounter. Right. But what it turned into was devotion. Yes. Right. And obedience to his voice. So I I think if, if any kid is obedient to the voice and praying and fasting and seeking him. Yeah. Why not? It's amazing. Like uh, it marked us Herbert the same way you were the same way. Like, there's nothing more powerful than being obedient. Yes. And it, listen, it wasn't easy, no. but it shaped me and molded me. It shaped Moosey, molded her, and she was obedient. And that's yeah. all that I want. Like, that's all that I wanted in a, in a, well, there was more than I wanted in a wife, but like someone who was equally on fire, on zeal, and, right. and heard his voice. And, and I, that doesn't mean the audible, but like her, yeah. heard him. Going after yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, man. Being obedient. And, and I, going I agree. After yeah. You know, a lot of people say, well, I need a word. I say, you got one, Matthew chapter 28, <laughs> verse 16 through 20. There it is. There's your word. Go. Yeah. You know, if God's yeah. not saying no, he's probably saying yes. And I know that's kind of, uh, you know, one of our slogans around here. I love uh, it. At Iris. So here's my second question for you. I pulled the car over. Mm-hmm. I'm interrupting the love story. We're going to get back to that. Do whatever you want. But my question is this. All right. Would you advise any other young man to approach a young woman the way you did Moosey and say, hey, we're going for a walk. I want to marry you. Yes. You're just out no. there. You're putting it out there. You say no. Yes. You say yes. Yes. So hold on. Why no? Um, be- so he comes over and he goes, I know it's the Lord. And I go, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hey, was I, was I wrong? <laughs> no. You weren't wrong, but, you know, that's maybe not what you lead with. Is yes, that what you're exactly. saying, Exactly. Well, and also I was just like, you don't, you don't go. I would I, do nothing <laughs> different. I would well, double down, if anything. Can I finish up my side? So he goes, I know is the Lord. And I want to marry you, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, listen, I have feelings for you, but I don't know if it's the Lord or not. And, sure. God, needs to, yeah, and go. God needs to speak to me too. It isn't just right. a one-sided. So I that's usually right. tell Come on, single people, you both need to hear that the Lord tells you yes. that that is him. And Amazing. so we spent a couple of months praying so that I could hear the same thing because for me, having feelings wasn't enough Sure. because I come from a, a dysfunctional home and I wanted okay. to make sure that whoever <laughs> I thought, if you just married the right person and if they're Christians, yeah. you won't fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was, but anyway, wow. so I wanted, I, didn't I was, believe that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was good. Well, I had to wow. learn. I, that was my journey. But um, so, and then a few months after that, I got the confirmation of what I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, that That is a very important. So you asked me the question, like, would I? Yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah, yeah. In the sense of, I think we were very healthy. We, mm-hmm. we were a part of a church. We listened to leaders in our life. We were, we were both under uh, authority, not yeah. in, in a healthy way. So we had good people. We had uh, pure hearts, yeah. Right, we. Yeah. So, so I think that there's a recipe behind that question, yeah. Uh, that I think lend, lends me to saying yes. Of so, course. would I just like advise any old person to do that? No. Yeah. But, but a hundred percent, I would. Yeah. I would advise obedience and passion and zeal for the things of the Lord, no matter what. It's, of it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Yeah. Right. So, so yes, 
there was a part though. So she was like, I don't need, I need to hear. And I was like, okay, well I've, I know where I stand in this. So we got a month and a half into it right. into, and we're just on the phone. So sure. I, after a, a week, no of FaceTime being, at this no, point, no, no Skype. No. I'm back in Pennsylvania. She's in Atlanta and we're on the phone, you know, five nights a week, maybe Something, more, yeah. sometimes seven for like hours. And she hadn't, she didn't have the confirmation. I had it. And so like a month and a half into it, I'm like, listen, we need to, like, this is my heart's going into this mm. and we need to put a stop date on this. Cause I can't right? like, we, this isn't good. Yeah. Like, unless you're a hundred percent in and are hearing the Lord. So we put a stop date on it. All right. If that I if, wasn't that if she then, fi- and we got five days from that stop date and wow. And on a phone call, it was actually the night before I was flying to Mozambique. Right. We're on a call. We're just talking. And I say what she needed to hear. Uh, she was in Atlanta. I was flying through South. I was flying through Atlanta the next day to go to Mozambique. I was like, meet me at the freaking airport. <laughs> Had our first kiss in the airport. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So what was it that you said that you needed to hear? So while we were dating. Um, oh, this I- is. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Lyle. Yeah, yeah. Well, we want all of the No, you can have it. You can have it. You let me be the host of the Green Room podcast today. So, so Will, as we started, okay, I come from a um, uh, Latino background, right? So, you don't have ministries. You have churches in South America, for the most part, and that's what I was. So, we are under. More biblical. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. do that, but so and then okay, in the middle of us talk during those times that we were praying, he starts sending me a picture of what he wants to do, and he is so I'm like he's like I want <laughs> I want to build my ministry, I want to do my Facebook, I want to do this, and it just like it just brewed oh. ministry. Yes. And that he, that's all he wanted. Sure, sure. And, uh, and for me, coming from that background, I was just like, I could care less if you want ministry or not. Yeah. Um, I need to know that you want the Lord. That you, and my, yes. the one thing I had on my list that I couldn't see, it was like that he wanted God's heart. That was, wow. That's, that's what, what was, you were waiting on. Yeah. And it was all that he wanted at that moment. It was just like, I'm going to do this with ministry and this much money or this we're going to do with this. And, and he wanted to do a Facebook. That was and us in Paraguay, right <laughs> when wow. we first met. Yeah, and we'll we'll send it. We'll send it. Yeah, along. yeah. We'll you got to put, put this up in the screen. Yep. You guys, look at you guys, young, beautiful people. <laughs> yeah. What a stud you were. Heck yeah. Look at you, bro. <laughs> wow. So, so anyway, so that was the reason that I was just like I was concerned that the only thing he wanted one is just to build a ministry, and I was like, sure. I'm not in for building yeah. a ministry. Yeah, I could yeah. care less. Yeah. But as uh, we were talking one of the nights, he ended up saying, I want what David had. And mm. I was like, okay. He does have more depth to him. Naked than worship Jesus. was what I was trying to <laughs> say. Right, 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 right. On our wedding yeah, night, yeah, it's yeah, going to be yeah. great. That's, that's where I was going yeah, with yeah. it. <laughs> so, um, that's so, beautiful, Moose. Yeah, so that was. That's awesome. That's, yeah, I, I think more. you and my wife have a lot in common in this sense, <laughs> because believe it or not, bro, like that was kind of the same thing my wife was waiting on as well to see. Did I have a drive for God or so just for building okay. a, you know, my own kingdom, so to speak? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. So when he said that, you knew. I That's when I knew because that first picture scared me. That first picture yeah. scared me. I was like, 
Oh, he I didn't pull. To- I didn't pull. So oh. I had glamour shots done from my oh, website. Okay, that was like me holding a Bible down at like J.C. Penny. Wow, do like we have 12- access to this that I, we can it's show on to Instagram? People? I, I'm gonna oh, see. Musa, you can tell the story. Let me see if I can find. Um, it. So he sends me that picture as we're praying, and I'm like, God, please tell me there is more. I'm like, is this? And he's fun because that was one of the things that I wanted to be, to be fun. Um, and not to be like back, you know, there were certain things, but that was on the top. And when he sends me the picture with his Bible, like this yeah. on his chest and here I am, I'm just yeah. like, oh, Jesus, help, yeah. you know? And, um, oh my gosh, I have it. <laughs> Are you ready for I'm this? so ready for this. I may not be, but so I want to be. like 12.95 down at like the JC Penny this or whatever it was. And you need this framed. I don't know if I, I don't even remember where I had this. This was Just at the end of a 40 day fast. That's true. Wow. Yeah, That's some. Look prime at you, young stud. Website, website material. That's I'll, not I'll that bad. That's, no, it that's wasn't. not that bad. No, but if you're dating and they send you this. Yeah, you're like, you're what like, is why? this guy on? Ooh. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, you need to, t- there Dude, has to be more. Come on. Young stud. I want to see what that guy's about to preach. Like, Young I want to hear You that. look like you're from Switzerland or something. It's like a very Swiss kind of European vibe. Well, you know, one of the things that I take from y'all's story is something I take from my own, which is I think you need to marry somebody who's not impressed by you. She is. Not impressed by your accolades. Yep. Not impressed by your performance. Not impressed by your resume. But they're impressed by your heart. Right. And that's one of the things that I was just like, I, I am aware that he's anointed, but I don't want to be attracted to the anointing. I need to know because one, whoever you go to bed with does not have, does not, you're not going to bed with the anointing. You're going to bed with the person that is behind the anointing. Let's go. And that's the one that you're going to raise a kid too. So I wanted to know that there was more than just. Yeah. Then, then the guy with the Olin Mills, uh, (laughs) shot with the Bible. Dude. So Moosey's father is is one of the most famous <laughs> great. singers in Paraguay. Okay. Like he was. He passed away. Okay. He he was the Frank Sinatra of Paraguay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Secular music yeah. or worship music? Well, he ended up he ended up he became a Christian towards the end of the life. So he did okay. some worship music, but not as much. It was more of his he was sure. known from being folk Paraguayan yeah. music. Like Okay. Amazing. Very cool. Most popular radio program, traveled the globe. The, the, when I first met him, he turned on the TV and like showed me him live on the news with the president earlier that day. Like he 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 was he wow. was a yeah, household name. So Moosey grew up with a father who had this who was on the stage, right? And she Makes lived with sense. him on the stage yeah, and off was, the stage. Yeah. So and, okay, so that's one of the reasons why you had that value. Is like I it. want the same person in private that I'm seeing in public, and I'm not sure quite yet Mm -hmm. if that's who Will is. So once you guys figured that out, then you said, hey, sis, meet me at the airport because I'm about to lay one on you. First kiss. At the airport. First kiss for both of us. First kiss for both of you guys. We'd never dated anyone. We'd never, yeah. Wow, and so you were 21 at the time, I you was said? 20, I th- no, 20. 21, yeah. we, we got married at 20, yeah, because we got married just a few months later, that, 20 yeah. and 25, mm-hmm. so you had your first kiss at 25, and your first kiss at 20, Yeah, that's amazing, I hope my kids can say <laughs> the exact same thing when they grow up and get married. 
I, I know we tell the story and they, everybody's like, you guys have never kissed before. So I'm just like, don't rush. Like, absolutely. honestly, don't rush. It's okay. Is a hard, do you cry because of, uh, you know, cause you want to know. Yes. But cry before the Lord, let the Lord yeah. pick that person for you. Fire. It that was, is so good. It was, it, can I tell you the one thing that I love about this? And then I don't want to overtake this, but I think it's so important. I spend, you know, I'm sure you do with, with, Guys, counseling guys. Sure. They're in ministry, they're in the church, whatever. They, 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 they're, they're married. They all, they know they've tasted of something else. Mm-hmm. And so there's always a comparison. Right. Mm. I, have not, I have no comparison. Wow. There is no comparison. And yes. just for that one piece alone, and I could give her something that I'd never given anyone else. My heart. Yes. Like my passion. All like she, I don't know what it is to give that to any other human. Yeah. Right. That's beautiful. What a gift. Yeah. How yeah. sacred. I mean, you guys, your story, your marriage story, I'm sure we could unpack a whole lot in regards to just marriage alone and add a ton of value <laughs> to everybody out there that's yeah. listening on a number of topics, uh, especially as it pertains to missions and marriage and ministry and marriage and parenting and marriage and moving all <laughs> over the world and marriage. Yeah. I mean, you guys have done a lot. Yeah. yeah. You've done a whole lot, which is going to bring me now to the recent season. I, I I wanted to make sure we had the opportunity to hear more of your origin story because I'm fascinated by it. I didn't know any of this. Ask away. You can do whatever you want. Man. I had yours. no idea about any of this. Uh, but I do know about more recent events because we've had the privilege of living closer to one another. Yeah. We live here in Nashville together. Who would have thought? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, only the Lord. Never imagined it. That right. you guys would have ended up here. You know, uh, a year and a half ago or so, we had a conference at Legacy, and, and uh, Mama Heidi was there. Right. And mm-hmm. I remember her saying that over and over and over in the mic, like, who would have thought yeah, Nashville? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who would have thought Nashville? Yeah. And here we are, the Iris Global, Global HQ yeah. uh, is right here in Nashville, and we're all a part of it together, and we're all a part of the same church as yeah. well. Love yeah. it. And so we've had the uh, honor of walking with you guys in this most recent season, which we know has been a very difficult, very challenging, very hard season where Moosey was given a diagnosis of having cancer a second time. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yep. And now, praise God, we sit here today with this woman that is Mm -hmm. cancer free by the grace of God and the healing touch of Jesus. Come on. It's crazy. And I want to know... um, what it was like on the day that the two of you received this news for the first time again recently. Because I remember talking to Will maybe a week later. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It, and it I, was pretty tough. It's all a blur. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. So we were we were in the middle of, uh, or he was in the middle of the gathering. The Iris people, they were all here. And um, for the the last few days, he only had the the leaders. Uh, the last three days, and I had an appointment to do a scan. Um, so it, it's Hodgkin's lymphoma, the type of cancer that I was diagnosed with. And uh, <laughs> um, I went to the doctors just because I hadn't been, just in general, to check things out. Sure, there was no nothing except for I was starting to get itchy again. And okay. I just, and the doctor looked at the blood work and he said, oh, you're fine. Everything is fine. Let's see you in a year again, just to keep track. And I said, just want to let you know, like, hey, he's starting to itch a little bit again as he was walking out the door. And he is like, okay. And, and I was, and he's like, that's the same symptom you have the first time. Yeah. No pain, no nothing except for itchiness everywhere. 
And mm-hmm. he's like, well, let's just do a scan. And so this was on a Monday. On Friday, we're supposed to leave for Israel. Um, and Will is in the middle of having people over. I don't even know that he knew that I had a scan. So I go get the scan. I go back in the next day with the doctor or that day, some day, I don't remember. And he's like, I think it's back. Mm-hmm. And I... I wasn't there. Yeah, I was, wasn't, I was with our 80 leaders <clears throat> up here, top yeah. floor. And um, you didn't even know she was having a scan. She yeah. might have mentioned that she was seeing a doctor, but I honestly don't. I don't remember. I got a phone call. Yeah, I get, and we had had that week, one of our friends, a good friend passed away from yeah. cancer. We had a bunch of people that my, we loved last year friends. passed from cancer last year. So wow. that was like, okay. And then I, I'm trying to just sit down to take the news and, and I am, I called him. He doesn't even know where I am. I called him. I can't talk. And I'm like, lose, I'm just bawling. And then, and I'm just, just bawling it. And I called him and he realizes, okay, something is wrong. I, I mm. just finished speaking to our, it was the last day of speaking to our team. Right. And I just finished my session. I had one more session or two more sessions. And I get a phone call. It was right at our lunch break. Right. Answer the phone. And all she is is just bawling. Right. Hmm. And then hangs up. Nothing. I try calling back. No answer. Did, did, did you just at the time didn't really know? I couldn't. How to and then share. At, at the same time, I have, when this was going on, when you guess the news, the mom of the friend that I passed was calling too. So I am, I'm bawling right in public. I'm trying to bring it in and I just, mm. I can't. And so sure. he, he did the, my find and that's how he so found like, where I, I, I don't know if she's getting murdered. Like, <laughs> right, right. Your mind jumps. I to, have no idea what's going could on. Could we also say that you had just finished preaching? So you probably had just finished a very anointed message on big faith <laughs> and believing for big things and taking the nations and you're encouraging your leaders and you step off of the stage and you get a phone call from your very own wife and that something is happening you don't know what i mean talk about the dichotomy of that experience man i mean that is crazy one of one of my good friends passed away what two days before or the day before of cancer it was an 11 year journey and i was out there with him in the hospital just the week prior and to the point where like we were we we would been given morphine to like kill him if he started aspirating it, it was so like that i was there with his wife and his family and in and out of the hospital and and so i just came back we had a week-long iris family like i landed the next day we started a family gathering and then we gathered all of our uh, base leaders up here for the first just base leaders meeting we ever had last day we're rolling out you know multiplication strategy and yeah we were going to israel in like two or three days after that was a wednesday and on friday we were supposed to leave we were supposed to go to israel and then boom i get this call she's bawling i have no idea what's going on so i find find my phone and i see that she's at like a doctor's office like two miles from here okay so i get in my truck and I motor over there and I don't know it's like three or four stories so I just start hitting every every place and I I I find her so you're searching the building I'm searching the building like hey what's going on where's where like I'm just searching the building uh and I don't remember if I got on the phone with you at this point like I think I might have 
when when I was searching, I was calling you, yeah. and you said I'm like level They're, three or whatever. Yeah. So I go in. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I already met with the doctor, and I was like, nope. You know, sure. like we're leaving, and I was like, we are not going anywhere. The protection thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm your I'm, protector. I'm your husband. I need to know what's going what's on. What's up? Yeah. I I find the doctor. I did. The doctor care. was passing by and he I was like, are you the doc? Or like, you know, he was down the hallway. I was like, are you the doc? Are you, you know, and I was like, I'm sorry, but where's a room that we can talk? So he, he filled us in. He so he, in. he said, okay, I'll, I'll sit down yeah, and I'll he, chat and with you. he got you. it. He's such a sweet guy. Yeah, sure. He was great. You know, he got it and he said, listen, the, the tumor's grown back. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they do all that. We don't know what it is and blah, but you know, we all know. It was in the same point. spot. Same spot. It was, okay. Yeah. So reoccurrence, eight years later, very rare for Hodgkin's uh, to come back. Okay. After four years. So eight years is, was a little bit of an anomaly. Um, and they're like, and she has fluid in her lungs. So like everywhere I she heard. would go, she was like, I'm just out of breath. I was like, you need to start working out again. You know, like I have no sensitivity. As yeah, like this, yeah, yeah. You know, because I just don't know. We don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, next thing he's like, yeah, she has a liter of fluid in her lungs. We didn't oh, know goodness. how much, but right? yeah, we knew that. And she has fluid around her heart, heart, heart and lung. Mm-hmm. On that particular day, it was like, oh, yeah. thank God that you had decided to go back in for the checkup and not ignored it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Right. And then I saw, I, I said, I'm like, we have a trip on Friday. Are you telling me I shouldn't go? And he's like, with the fluid around the heart, I will, I will say no, yeah, let's try. Go. You can't go. Let's try to get, this is Wednesday. We, let's try to get the fluid out tomorrow. So that you can go. So that you can Which go. Is, they're like the only way we, she could even think about going, and I won't recommend it, is right. we got to remove fluid from around her heart. The heart. It wasn't even yeah. the lung. So we get there on Thursday. They set it all up. As we pull into the hospital, they called saying that they don't have somebody to do the procedure. And I was like, God, you told us because the week prior, we had a friend, David Wagner, gave us a prophecy that we were going. And Israel, this word about it was Israel crazy. and Heidi. Uh, it was the first trip. Yeah. Heidi was like so pumped that we were, were going go together. So I call up David Wagner, and yeah. I'm like, he was one of the first guys. I was like, Dave, listen, you gave us this word about Israel. <laughs> Probably we're not going. How serious were you about that word? Sure, sure, sure. Like, That's a hilarious <laughs> question for a prophet, by the way. Oh, dude. How was, serious were you about that so word? It was so great because well, well, this, I don't want to. But pause it. You have to tell him that. The first time she had cancer, <laughs> I called Dave up. He's a good friend of mine. Like, and He's I would only wonderful do, man. I would only do this with a tight friend. And I said, I didn't know what was going on. Right. The first. So rewind nine years ago. Find out she has cancer. My whole world's spinning. I call up Dave and I go, Dave, like, I love you and I apologize for what, what I'm about to do to you, but you need to tell me whether my wife's going to live or die. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, I'll pray. Three days later, he called back, sends me a word, texts me out a word. And I clung on to that word and everything in that word came true. Came true. So wow. Every, every single wow. Thing. Every single yeah. aspect. So, so then, obviously he told you, so th- hey, she will live. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. yeah there's more. I, don't, I yeah. can go into the story. There's, a, of there's course, actually, if, of you, course. if you Google Green Room from like five, six, seven, eight years ago, ago, we did a, we did a podcast right. uh, the first time that she went through. Okay. And in the whole things, the whole things in there, it's actually me, Moosey and Josh Clark, Randy's son, who also had cancer. We wow. talked about the cancer story. So if you wow. want to, you can you can go look at that. It's uh 
and so I call him up. We'll throw the link in the show notes yeah. for you. This is my podcast today, so yeah. I'm in charge of the show I notes. I apologize. So we're going to be putting that in the show notes for you. <laughs> nice. So, so yeah, so we... we you call David. I call David because just a few days earlier, he's like, Israel, it's going to be this and that and this and all these things. And and so I, I go, Dave, like how serious were you about that word? Because, you know, we have... We're, it looks like we can't go. What's going on? I said, you know, so well, two, looks like cancer's back. And he's like, and he was so kind. He was like, listen, the word is going to happen no matter what. And, you know, if you don't, if you can't go, like, that's fine. And I was like, awesome. Thank you. Like, I'm prophetically off the hook. Right, right, and it, right. And it was like, you know, we hadn't told the kids anything. So I call Heidi and I go, Heidi, I just want you to know, like, we won't be coming to Israel and I called Dave and Dave was like, you know, I shared, I shared what, what Dave said. And she was like, he's just being nice. You're coming to Israel. Wow. You know, like, and so, and then we got the fluid drain. We went to Israel for five, six days where we got to process it alone. And it was one of our first trips that we, just the two of us been okay. internationally in a long time. Come back home. Uh, I fly from Israel to Texas, do the funeral for one, for my friend who died of cancer this whole time we hadn't told the kids. We hadn't really told anybody. Right. Wow. We waited about two weeks. Okay. Yeah, after we when do we give kids some tell, time? Because the, the kids, kids because the kids were close my, with our friends. My oldest too. son was very, very close with with them. I understand. The whole family was. But we, we needed to give it a little bit of time. Sure. When we told the kids. Sure. I want to ask about that experience, but first I wanna to touch on the fact that you get this really bad news and within days. You're out of the country on a ministry trip. Yeah. You know, I think there are a lot of people out there that would look at that and they would say, I can't believe that you guys got this terrible news and then you left the country and went on a ministry trip. Why would you do that? You know, but you guys obviously had a word from the Lord yeah. to go. Oh, yeah. So how would you respond to someone who says you shouldn't have done that? You shouldn't have left the country after getting such bad news. Well, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can't, I, <laughs> you, I think if we did, like, I know what he did and he called yes. Dave, I prayed and I needed to have my own peace. I wasn't going to do it just because of, I mean, I love him, right. but I need to have my peace and I'm the one walking through it. That's and right. I, and if anything, cause I was like, if you have fluid, you're in, you have pressure on the plane, you're in a different country. Is that a good thing? Yeah. Is that a bad thing? So all those things are going and I'm just like, okay, God, what do you have? And that's when I felt peace about going. I felt like it was important to go. So for me, I, I don't think that there is only, for me, one way of every, doing yes. everything. I think everybody always, eyes on the Lord, what is the Lord telling you? And find some way, like talk with some people too, but you have to, your first answer, because if anything happens, you are before the Lord. You're not going to take your friends. <laughs> over Amen. to heaven before the Lord, yes, you know? Yes, yes, So um, I felt peace about going, and I was just like, okay, let's, you know, we drained it, and then we left on Friday. There's a piece that we haven't told. Okay. That I think is important. So we leave the doctor's office right. after getting this news, and I have 80 liters here, right? We got this news. There's nothing we can do, right? Right. And so it's just setting in. And I we made a lot of mistakes the first time around. Right. And, and as I'm hearing this news, like in our hearts, we're like, we're, we know how to do this. 
we can do it better this time, whatever it is, whatever is going on. And, and at this point, we don't know if it's lymphoma. We don't know if it's something else. Right. We, we have no idea. We don't know what stage we don't, we know nothing. Right. So we, as we drove two miles from here, I was driving back to the house to just tell the team I'm done, like take over. And I wasn't going to tell them anything because they knew it was serious. They saw me leave the leaders and we drove up into the woods like right over here on uh, on the property that we're at and we got out of the truck and we climbed in the back on sat on my toolbox in the back of the truck and we worshiped and we just said like we trust you mm. and i think i think in those moments right and i heard this from bill and we have clung clung to these words for so many different situations. Right. But in, in those times of chaos, right. which everybody faces, not necessarily cancer, but something. Right. You only have that one opportunity to, to give him pure, unadulterated praise. You can't do that. You can't do that on Sunday at church. Right. You can't do that, you know, a month later. Like, you right. have this moment when your world is falling apart. And you have no idea what's going on. She could be dead in a month. You, you just, we just have no. So I just said, we both said this, but I was like, we're, we're going to worship. And we just sat on my truck and we sang and we worshiped. And I don't sound good. She sounds much better. And we just worshiped for like a half hour. I don't, I don't remember how long it was. Maybe now we prayed. And we just said, we're going we're gonna to crush this thing. Not saying we're like, we have no idea. We learned that we don't get to call the shots. Right. But we said, however, however we do this season, we're going to do it better. And we are going to do it in worship. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be unified in this. And we worshiped. And so, so Israel came out of that, like this, this agreement. And, you know, we both prayed. It wasn't just, I'm going to go to a prophet. No, we prayed. Of course. And, and you asked the question, like, what would you say to someone? Number one, uh, I could care less what anybody thinks. Of course. Of course. I could care less. Of course. They're not responsible for my walk. That's right. They're not responsible for my family. The thing about situations like this is you get everybody's opinion. Mm. And, you know, opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody's got one and most of them stink, you know? So I've heard that different growing up in Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you did. (laughs) It was an armpit. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. We're, I I don't care. And, and we, we dealt with this the first time she had cancer. I, I, I share a story. I got a list of about 60 reasons sent to me. Why, why Moosey had cancer from, from believers. And, and, and some were... That's terrible. No, it, no, no, no. Actually, I loved it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was a teaching moment. Okay. So we put it out. <laughs> and and Lyle, just shut me off very quick because I, I don't want to go too long. But we put it out. She has cancer. This was nine years ago. And immediately, we got a stream of support and love. And then you also got a stream of like, oh, she has cancer because you're in ministry and Satan's attacking your family. Oh, she, Moosey has cancer because you're in sin. Well, Moosey has cancer because she's in sin. And I, I was flabbergasted. Of course. But then I, I knew that this was a teaching moment. And so I, st- I kept a list. Mm. And I had over 60. 
reasons why Moosey had cancer, or if we did A, B, or C, she would be healed of cancer. Right. And people giving you like a prophetic sequence yes, to follow. Yes. This is the Lord's so the craziest, roadmap for you to be healed. Oh, yeah. So the, if the, you do all of these things, mm-hmm. then you'll get healed. So oh, yeah. a little bit of a uh, salvation by works. Right. So yeah. from people that we have no idea, have zero relationship, they're on Facebook, sure. to like people that were close in our lives and everything in between. The craziest one was you have to go to Peru and eat this ant. And you'll get healed. Wow. That's the craziest. That is But then we wild. would get phone calls from like friends. Like sure. the Lord woke me up and I'm getting on a plane. I'm going to fly out. And, and I, I felt like the Lord said, if I pray for, pray for Moosey, she's going to get healed. And I would just be like, no. Like, so 60, we got a list of 60 things. And I, I learned, number one, that the church is bipolar, right? That everybody wants an answer for why. Right, right. And in either one of them is right or all of them are wrong. Like, like it's God is not this sure pew, 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 like just changing his mind about all these things. And so that was a very hard, hard season as far as navigating, navigating those things. But, but Christians want answers. Sure. And they want a sequence and they want a process. And we learned early on, just be like, the Lord's going to speak to us. He loves us. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, and that could come through our pastors, that could sure. come through our family, sure. people that are close. But we're going to trust the Lord to, to reveal whatever we need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I find it to be insanity that people start clinging to old wives' tales. Right, right. Right? In Looking the, for some kind of an answer. Yeah, and, it, and I, I also understand we want to know what's going on. We want to sure. fix it. Sure, sure. But if, if, if this is happening to my family... Mm-hmm we're going to be the ones that are going to hear what to do. Mm-hmm. We are. Right. That's right. I don't yeah, have to right. go to some Oracle. Now yeah. I did with Dave. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but he's one but he's of my a trusted close, friend of like close, decades. Close friends. Yes. Yeah. And, and so yeah, all that being said, the, the flood of chaos mm-hmm. that goes through our minds, that oh, goes of through course. our friend, our friends, only our families. Imagine. Yeah. It's because what it comes down to is if I don't follow a, B, or C, right? Like if somebody's actually hearing and I don't do what they say, if I'm disobedient, it's not like, oh, we might step out of ministry for six months. No, it's like she could die. That's the thing that that messes with your with of your course. with your with your mind. Like of course. And and I just we learned early on to ignore all of that mm-hmm. and only let a few trust trusted people in, but trust what we were hearing. Sure. Right. That's a really, really powerful lesson. I can only imagine that there's gonna be somebody <laughs> today that stumbled across this video yeah. and they're walking through a very, very similar season. Yeah. Even if it's not a diagnosis, maybe it's just like the hardest thing they've ever right. gone through. Mm-hmm. And after that experience on the back of the truck bed, Moosey, would you say, like, looking back at the season, that that really set the tone for you of how you guys were going to go through this battle? It, it helped. It helped with some stuff. Um, the first few times that I had chemo were the nights prior. I, 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 I would just bawl because I knew what chemo had done to my body before, so I knew what, what I was getting. Um, the first, I think it was the first two times. Anyway, so I was just like, Lord, I just really, I just, I, I just don't want to do it. And if, and I, and it was hard. It was hard having to, and also because I'm like, now the first time after I did it, I've done so much research. And so I knew 
what happens. I knew what it does to your body. I know what it does to your brain, et cetera. But we prayed, and that's what we felt we needed she, to do. She told me if it ever came back that she would never do chemo again. I did. Which was like, yeah, a point of contention for me. Yes. Sure, because you're thinking, hey, well, you, we got to do whatever we got to do to keep you here. Yeah. yeah. And of I, course. And, and so even in that, she had made a decision years prior. Mm. Lucy is very healthy. Like she does the grains and the. I, I do know this about Lucy. Yeah. I try. Like she really, <laughs> yeah. really, really, really tries. And so when you get into the cancer culture, especially the spirit filled Christian cancer world. Oh, yeah. Man, there's like diets and Ezekiel's and breads and all these things. Of course. And, and so when she said that, it, I know a lot of people that have died. Sure. Doing those. I know a lot of people have done chemo and passed away. So like, sure. But man, when, when I saw both of our hearts just being like, all we want is what the Lord wants. And Mm -hmm. when she prayed and was like, I feel peace to do chemo again. Like I, I had more joy in, in my life because I also mm. I, I, I fell in love with doctors during this whole thing and their yeah. wisdom of course yeah. we want the miracle of course we want the instantaneous healing but what I learned so much about walking through these seasons are the the obedience of these doctors that give their life away to serve people that they've never met they have more of a missional servant's heart than most of the church has wow. they study 20 years 15 years stay right. up late just to serve people that they yeah, will have never met before, and and listen. I know they get paid, but what they what they have to do in navigating these things, and and most of them do it so beautifully. The nurses and the doctors, like, who am I to sit there and say like they're not called? By right, God. absolutely. And, and they don't like. I just I just fell in love with the doctors and the medical care, and 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 the fact that we're here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Right. Some some really great medical Dude, care here. The oh, top the guy that t- is the top on lymphoma, which is a type of cancer wow. in the world. He's in right the here. world, it's right here. Wow. And he was right. he's he was my doctor. Incredible. For like, that, stem that's cell. amazing. I know. So, so I was like, wow, God. <laughs> so you see the 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 lining uh, mm-hmm. throughout it now. Looking back at right. where God was, how God moved, set you guys up, Dude, and brought us here. Here, knowing right. She got diagnosed like two miles from our house. Wow. It, yeah. it, it, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Thank was, you, Jesus. And, and one of the things that I was saying, like, you know, when we prayed and we felt, I felt peace about chemo, I'm like, I wouldn't encourage anybody to do chemo just because you hear other people or just because they're not doing the natural thing because of whatever. You pray and you take it to the Lord. Sure. And you hear sure. from the Lord with your family what you're supposed to do. Because I'm like... We have seen literally how well said, like people that have done chemo and passed away, people that have done the natural yeah. way and passed away. So it has to be your journey. I do believe it needs to be both. Yeah, you know what about. Like, that's the only thing like, because yes. this, this isn't a one. Like, yeah, that was, dude, The we can go on and on about all the complexities because mm-hmm. there's so many complexities in the middle of this. It's like, mm-hmm. so if she made a decision to like just drink beet juice. Sure. Right. And she died. Right. Right? Yeah. Because there's, you know, like, we don't want to do the doctors. Or we know people that are like, uh, getting treatment is lack of faith. Mm. And and and, yeah. I, and praise God, we don't have that sure, in our yeah. situation. But we know people that were dying because of shame. Mm. Right? So 
so, so sad. So please, like, come together as right. as as a you're, couple. You're as one, one flesh. Yeah, you know, and and don't don't buy into fear. Like, we don't make these decisions out of fear. Right. Mm-hmm. We make them uh, with wisdom, family, support, friends, and like we gather the best. Yes. And and go like war with us and help us and and walk with us. And we had that group of people so that we could bounce things off of and yeah, I I don't just don't be singular. Yeah. Don't watch a YouTube video or hear like one message right, and be like right, this right. is how I'm going to do yeah. it all. Like listen to wisdom, listen to doctors, listen to the Lord. Absolutely. Li- yeah. It's beautiful to hear you guys testifying to uh, how God guided you through the whole process. And if I could extract any principle from what you're sharing for anybody watching that might be walking through something similar is don't just be spirit-filled, be spirit-led. Mm. Listen to what God That's is speaking every single step of the way. And you know what's also interesting is how this story reminds me of the story of you two meeting. <laughs> because you have all of this faith and you're coming in, you know, like a bull in a china yeah. shop, like, this is what we're <laughs> yeah. going to do. This is what God said. This is what the prophet said. And then Moosey said, hold on, big boy. God's going to speak to me yeah. too. And uh, whenever he speaks to to me as well we're going to get on the same page and we're going to be one unified body moving forward following jesus wholeheartedly it's really really amazing the gift that the two of you are to one another Thank you. so the question i have next is how do you tell your kids that you have cancer mm, i don't think there is an easy way to do that um yeah, I don't think there is an easy way. We we just sat them down. Um, one of the things that we did realize that we, I don't know why we didn't do it the first time, was uh, having a counselor to help us walk through and to do all that stuff. So we did that a little bit uh, this season, and we, we still need to keep going through it. And um, we, we have Michelle, and yeah. she's just the best, one honestly. One of our elders and pastors at Legacy Nashville. She is just amazing. Woman of God. She is an amazing woman of God. And so we had her a few times, and I didn't um, – we both are very strong. That was so. more the process. Tell, oh, when just, we told them. Okay. Yeah, we told Josh and Bell at the same time. Yeah. And we told just so, – so they're – 16 they were 16 15, 15 at the time josiah was 10 right we pulled josh and bell aside sure they walked through it the first time right when mm-hmm. they were eight and nine or whatever and so we we needed this was their second round and they're now young adults right yeah and so we had a process for them and then we had a separate process for for just sure sure so you had two different yeah two different conversations no yeah. that's 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 i think very helpful and insightful yes. Yeah, but we had we we sat everybody together, and we had the conversation with a uh, with all three of them, and then Josiah went to bed, and then we had the older ones stay and just ask more questions about it, and we told them as and we were honest with them, because at that moment we they had not done the biopsy, so we didn't know what it was. We just knew that it looked like it. So and we were gonna kept them on the loop of, course. Uh, of everything that was going on. So we were not hiding anything. Um, and then, yeah. It was hard. Oh, I, I mean, I can only imagine how challenging it would be to share that information with your children. Benny had passed away. Right. Uh, Benny Johnson. Right. Uh, I forget the dates exactly, but it was very close. 
Yeah. And then a good friend, um, Richard, passed away. And Pastor Emilio, our pastor pastor from Paraguay, Paraguay passed passed away away at the beginning of the year. It was just a month of like the worst stories Mm. of people that we know and love and respect and that have like crazy faith. Mm. So it's not just like, oh, it's just some person, you know, like some family member that wasn't walking with the Lord. Like all of them were like, if there was people that you would see get healed. Yes. Right. You would would go, those are the ones. And pulling Josh and Bella aside was on the heels of the funeral for, for, um, for my friend Richard. Josh turtled up. I felt like he, he, he didn't show much emotion, but he's my thinker. Uh, and they knew something was going on. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cause they're older. They're old enough. Yeah. And so I was just like, Oh, it's all about like, we're having the conversation around Richard, my friend. So we had, we could, the season was tense so that, you know, we just blamed everything on, you know, all the secret conversations we were having all around. Sure. That Bella cried, Bella wept. And, but both of them, both of them did a couple of things really beautiful. They asked great questions. Mm-hmm. And then they said, we want to be a part of this. Like, like we're not children. They both were like, we're not children anymore. Mm. And we want to know everything. Wow. And, and so we, we filled them in. I, I mean, I did some, I had, some, I don't know if she knows, I had a bunch of side conversations with them. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, my son, you know, he, we, we connect differently than Lucy and him. You know, like, so I, I would pull them aside and have conversations with them individually um, over the next few days. That was a hard one for me of to course. swallow because I've always been there for the kids. Yeah. I was the one that when he was on trips, I would do the parents event, you know, the right. things that do for school and I would show up and then I was just like, now out of the blue, they only want him to talk about stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been here for all of these years. And then, then I realized it's like they don't know how to process stuff because it's about me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're scared. And they're scared. Yeah. Was that scared. And then so I loved the fact that they were getting closer to him. But I was like, why don't you come and cry with me? Why don't you yes. come and talk to me? I was the one that had been there. Anyway, so I was just like, okay. And it was hard to, when they said they wanted to be process, part of the process, mm-hmm. Bella asked to come to chemo. Wow. Wow. And my 15-year-old at that moment, and I, I didn't want it. And Michelle said, it's okay for her to see it. And I was like, it's never okay for a kid to see their parents go through chemo because you don't feel good. And I said, at that moment, I can't be the parent because right. I feel sick. I, I fall asleep and, and all that stuff. And she's like, it's okay for her. And I didn't realize how much... I was always trying to show that I was together and okay. And at that moment I couldn't. And Michelle said, parenting is just going to look different right now. And I was like, that was a hard one. Wow. Was something that we didn't do the first time. It was one thing we said we we have to do. And it was one of the best decisions. Mm. And it wasn't like counsel. Like it was more just, it got us talking as a family. So we got, you know, 16 and 15. They're in the throngs of, Mm-hmm. Their whole lives changing of anyway. Course. Of course. On top of it, their mom, you know, is going through the season. We just moved, you know, so it was like yes. everything was chaos. And the first thing I the first thing I did 
was I pulled Bella out of school, started started homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Josh was homeschooled. Josiah was in uh, public school. We kept him in school, but I wanted Bella home uh, and Josh home, which he already was. Bella to, asked for it. She wanted to get to, out of public so school So that she too. could yeah, be with I, you. We moved yeah. it a little bit faster. But she w- she was talking about it anyway, but I'm, I, I moved it faster because we didn't know. And I wanted her to have as much time with her mom as possible. I wanted yeah. Josh to have as much time and help out. Yes, of course. And uh, yeah, so so that shifted everything. Having the kids there and the the... So bringing in a counselor was really, really foundational for mm-hmm. us to like just talk about what was going on. And and what was really good for Moosey is you got to see this stuff of like, I don't want the kids to see me weak. Weak. Sure. They've already seen sure. it once. They don't need to see it again. Which for some people they may be like, that doesn't make sense. You know, for others they're like, Oh, I totally get that. Uh and she walked us through those those co- very difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was like, I was like, I want to see you get my my kids talk, and she did within like one session. Because I was like, Hey, we're having counseling. We're gonna have, bring in a counselor, <laughs> and my kids were like, No, I'm not doing anything. Like they right, mean, right, what right. Did they call it therapy. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't. We don't. Yeah. Doing therapy. Yeah, and then I'm you got okay. Michelle, who's like one of the nicest yeah. yes. uh, people, but she's also, uh, I mean. You guys have the Latina thing happening together, and so she's fierce as well. So that was awesome. Was there ever a time when your children said something or maybe prayed something (laughs) that just shocked you and released faith for you? Like, was there ever a time in which your children became the ones that ministered to you? I don't know. I'm trying to think. They ministered to me. Not through prayers but through like seeing all these years of like pouring in care, you know, character and don't just focus on yourself and we mm-hmm. serve. They, all three of them rose to the occasion. You know, mm. They're still kids. They, sure, they got sure. their junk, but like, man, every night Josh and Bella and I would clean the living room and the kitchen and do all the dishes and do the laundry. Like we just did that every night together. They won't do that now, but it was like they rallied, and, of course. and they and they were like, "Oh, we need to be better." And 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 so that ministered to me more than anything else. I'd be like, "Guys, I really need." Like I was vulnerable and open with them. My older two, I mean, I I am anyway, but I was really I was really open with them, and they'd be like, "Oh, Dad, we want to do something." I'm like, "Guys, like I really really need this right now," and they would just be like. Got you, Dad. Got it. there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I, we got to be really. That's awesome. Kids. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I hope, and I'm sure you guys know this now, but if you don't, this is me as an outsider looking in. <laughs> you guys have awesome kids. Thank you. You guys have amazing kids. And I hope that this last season has been evidence of your leadership and parenting in their life mm-hmm. because your kids. Thanks are wonderful and beautiful and I love all of them and I'm so happy that your oldest is in Japan as a missionary can you believe it no (laughs) that he's following in y'all's footsteps and now here he is living abroad it's in Japan with our family yeah and and I I I mean it's a whole journey of faith for my kids because most people be like okay friend dies of cancer, then sure. mom gets it. Like, sure. what a, what a shattering experience of their faith. 
and the exact opposite took place. Wow. And wow. I have a lot of reasons why, but I wouldn't point to our parenting. I I wouldn't point to that. I would point to... Amazing people we had around that surrounded us. We had Jew and Jess and Dylan. They they all jumped in and helped and helped some of the conversations with the kids. There were conversations that they wouldn't have with us right at that moment. Sure. And like, I felt like any, like what the devil used to just could have destroyed. It actually has turned completely the opposite way. The kids, both of the kids are the two older ones, especially their relationship with the Lord right now. They are so bold about it. And they have, um, praise God, their whole lives changed. Yeah. And I will blame, uh, I will definitely blame uh, Jessica Tate, Jew, Dylan, like, though, I don't want to pick one, but there are ones that were just in our face so much. Yes. Uh, I shared this at, a, at an event, and this is, this is equally important because you preach community, you yes. model community. You would call me up and be like, do you need anything? I'm like, no. You're like, I'm going to send you a couple grand anyway. Like, <laughs> like, dude, like do you know, like, it was, it was those being a part of a local body, being part of a community of, yeah. of people was so imperative. Jessica Tate, who I... I would take a bullet for that girl mm. uh, after walking through this season. I would have before, but I would, have, yeah. I, I, I would take 10 now. Wow. She, she canceled. She, she, she supports herself by itinerating. Sure. She's an itinerant. Sure. Amazing woman. And she canceled. Was it three? Jew, how many months? Three, four, yeah, five. Like she canceled like, at minimum, wow. six, six months. months of itinerant ministry. And she too. didn't tell us. Wow. She didn't tell us. She wow. literally she be available. canceled it hmm. just so she could be available. Wow. And then, so I, we called and she'd be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right now. Oh, you're, it took me, it took us a couple of months. And finally, like one day I'm like, Jess, have, you're not traveling. And she's like, yeah. I said, did you do that? And she was like, well, I, you know, I had too much on the schedule. And she didn't, she she, she she felt the her Lord. schedule. Yeah, she yeah, felt yeah. the Lord had told her. Yeah, yeah, that's so beautiful. I mean, that's like that's like somebody taking half a year off. Absolutely, just to care just for you to guys, be there. Not and 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 so I I blame so much on Jess and Jew and Dylan. Dylan, uh, just sacri- Dylan's. Why don't you guys just step in really quick so people can just see what, what we're talking? Yeah, about. come wave at everyone. Just at least say hello and let everybody see your beautiful faces. So, if the Lord calls you to help somebody that is in an interesting situation, please do it. Like, just jump in with food or just, just being present or helping with the kids. You in that moment, you need the body of Christ. Yeah, we yes. love so them. The, Look was, at these amazing people. There was even the people like Matt's here, James, James here. There was people. Like we have so many people that right. ran. With yes, us. these were two that. Yes, they like lived at our house. Wow. And Jessica Tate. There's. She's not here. I, there's so many people that did so much, but. Right. Yeah, these guys, these guys were were just involved Amazing. all the time. Yeah. Amazing. And they have a perspective on how we went through this too. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. At one point, they it would saw be the, awesome. They saw the, the garbage. They saw of course. All. Of course. Well, I just want to say thanks for loving my friends. <laughs> hey, so grateful for you guys. I mean, I think it's indicative of how important community is mm-hmm. when you walk through storms that are this chaotic. Right. I mean, I know that at least for Legacy Nashville, we were locking arms with you guys even when we didn't know we were. Yeah. 
and just praying our guts out for these guys. Totally. We're, we're blessed to have, you know, over 500 missionary spaces, leaders. So yes. like, the prayers came up. Yes. And the people that all they could do was pray, prayed. The people that gave, that, yeah. that like gave from afar, gave. Yes. You know, the people that took time. Yes. And they, they took time. And we, we did not do this alone. Yeah. Um, like, and li- like Larry Randolph, he's a prophet. Yes. He would call us up cr- crazy times. Wow. Randy Clark and Deanne Clark, Randy's wife, mm. almost for the first two months, almost any time we would get bad news. We will call. Within a half hour. Wow. Deanne would go, Randy, we're, we got to call and pray. Like wow. Randy. It, it, and they would be on the phone with us for an hour just praying. My goodness. Like that's amazing. It's crazy. I don't know how people go through this without yes, the community. without the community. Wow. And we met so many people that didn't have community. Right. As we did this. That's incredible. You know, just getting Yeah. chemo and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah cuz they were in there by them by themselves, yeah. I'm you, assuming. To get chemo there's like a room 20 people sure. chairs and you just sit there. So we met a lot of people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, here's what I would love for you guys to be able to do. Dylan, how do you spell your name, Jew? G-I-U. G-I-U. Very Brazilian, I take it. Very Brazilian. Very Brazilian. So, look, what I want to invite you guys to do is just give them a round of applause (laughs) in the chat. All right. I want you to put in the comments, we love you, Dylan. We love you, Jew. G-I-U. All right. Like I said, these guys are here. They're in the room right now. But there's an infinite amount of yeah. people. There's yeah. like there's yeah. there's yeah. an infinite yeah. amount of people that yeah. did so much. Of course, Jessica Tate. Uh, yeah, I I, I don't want to list them off because I will leave out fifty so many. people. Of course, and I don't want to do that. Of course, it really never felt alone. And I, <laughs> so I want to encourage you if you're walking through a hard season, it doesn't need to be cancer, but that the body is there so that yes. you don't walk through stuff alone. That yes, is, this yes, is, yes. this is what the Lord. So the first time we got diagnosed and we were just praying how we were going to handle, I felt that the Lord said, there's too many of my kids that are alone. And I, I want, I want you guys to go public because I want them to see the benefits of mm-hmm. inviting everybody in. Mm-hmm. And also because of what it does. Like, I think, honestly, because uh, people were praying for me the first time, I didn't throw up once. The second time, I didn't throw up once during treatment. I only threw up once afterwards. Because, and I think it was because I had coffee without any food. (laughs) So I kind of did it to myself. (laughs) (laughs) But I I didn't. And not that I didn't have desires Mm -hmm. till I was nauseated 24-7. But um, that that was the biggest prayer. And a lot of people were praying that for me and I'm just so thankful and it's just it really it it felt I do want to speak a little bit about this part where I didn't feel God close during that whole time I felt like he was around I felt peace but I didn't feel him like you know when you have those times that he's so close and you just feel him whispering and and it wasn't and I wanted to because then that's a lot easier to to go through seasons through seasons when you can hear that clear but it felt like just steadfast. And um, the heart mm-hmm. and the, the trip to Israel for me was extremely important because once I got the diagnosed, um, I was so sure I was next. I was like, I'm done. Like I was, I was next, like the on pastors the list on the, the list of passing. That had yeah, passed away passed from away. I was just, recently. You yeah. were confident in that. I, had, in the moment. I was, yeah. yeah. Until Heidi, we're in, we're in Israel, and Heidi <laughs> starts praying, and he, she keeps saying, "You're not done. 
you're not done. And I was wow. just like, you know, I was just like, this is a nice prayer. And she just prayed that throughout the whole trip over me. Mm. And then towards the end, I was just like, God, I'm sorry. I do wow. believe I'm done. I'm wow. like, and it was, and it had to do also, because I'm like, these were giants in the Lord too, that just passed. And I'm going, <laughs> why, why them and not me? And they call, I think they call it the, what is it called? The um, survival guilt. Oh, I yes, guess. Yes, and yes, and I was yes. just like, God, I don't still don't. And I still don't fully know how to process some of that stuff. Sure. I just know as God gets my heart ready for it, um, I will keep processing because I feel like I've gotten to a level of process, but there's still so much more yes. to, to keep processing of what happened. And that's OK. I know I can't make myself. I haven't cried in the last few months and I'm just like, wow. it'll be nice to just be able to. Get it out! Wow, wow! But I, I'm speaking of this stuff because there are, yeah, he probably cried for both of us. Yeah, but I'm usually the crier. Okay, and I'm usually the yeah, the one that is strong one. Yeah, has it all together. So, and I don't understand it, but I just know, like, I'm before the Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm going steadfast, you know. But I'm like, I want you people to know it's okay to have those moments too, and that doesn't mean that we have not felt the lore or anything it's just sometimes it's just part of the process or part of the trauma i don't know i still don't have words for it you know it reminds me a little bit of jesus on the cross quoting psalm 22 when he says my god my god why have you forsaken Mm -hmm. me anytime i ever share that with uh anyone as a pastor Mm. you know I always think of Jesus as our high priest being able to empathize with us in our weaknesses because in that moment as he's going through that suffering, he's saying things that we all say, you know, was he lonely? No, God was with him, but did he feel lonely? He surely did. He felt God forsaken, but the truth is he wasn't, and the truth is none of us ever are, but it's beautiful that we can know. Deep yeah. down, yeah. God is here. Even if we don't feel like he's right. on us in this moment, right. we know that God is here. I know that we've been taking a pretty deep dive into a lot of different places, but what I have to hear, I mean, yeah. I have to hear <laughs> yeah, this, whatever. you guys. There's no way that we can stop or pause this podcast without hearing the day that you received the news that you were cancer-free. I want to know, Moosey, what happened in your heart? Like, how did you feel in that moment? What were your first words after receiving that news? I'm, I'm pulling up a photo. Oh, I got to know. So um, we got to back to up a little bit. Oh, sure. Yeah, so of course. So that day I did the scan early in the morning. And because um, after I, I did an MRI a few years ago and after that MRI, I always get antsy being under a machine. Sure, sure. They need to give me something. Antsy. Sure. <laughs> That's the understatement. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like just straight up panic attack. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes it was sense. like, and I've never has bu- have bust myself out but like a few years ago i did it like anyway so that being said um we had uh, a scan that morning and jess was with me because will was in hawaii <laughs> and um it was my they first trip it. in eight months yeah or nine yes months. yes yes and they gave me something i remember we talked like that week yeah. of I and came, you I guys were processing traveling. it of course yeah. yes yes but i but i had to go i really needed to go on that one trip and it just happened to coincide. On the of day. course. The I remember us talking about it because you yeah. called me. It was like one of those moments where I was like, okay, pastor, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that, uh, you know, Moosey and I have been talking about me going on this trip yeah. and we're together and we feel like yeah. it's good. What do you think? And I'm like, hey, what matters is her, <laughs> man. So yeah. if she's like, yes, go, 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 yeah. then you got to go, right? And it's kind of similar to the Israel thing. And so you guys were, I remember us talking yeah. like before and after this. So you go with Jessica. Obviously, mm-hmm. the doctors have given you some meds because you got to chill out. Right. I got it. So they do the scan <laughs> and then they go and um, after they do the scan, they, um, they, I go into the few hours after later on my go. And I think I was still a little under some, some oh she was definitely <laughs> under a little bit of relaxation sure sure and um i i was like okay jess is crying will is crying through the phone because we have him on fest facetime and did you find it yeah, i can't find <laughs> okay. it okay uh, so that means you were on I'm the phone when the news i'm were. preaching in kona okay we have a 15 minute break Okay, yes. And I told the class, like, hey, I got a call oh that might goodness. be coming in. So it comes in right as we hit break. Wow. Who's calls and I'm like, see ya. I go off wow. to the side, and I'm FaceTiming in to the doctor's appointment. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then the doctor is all serious like this. I, I have like, a picture of his face. It was almost like he was... <laughs> going to give us bad news. So I was like, "Yeah, okay. You know, but I'm like, I, I still, I was so... I don't even know what worth, what is the worth, dude? I just feel like I'd... High is the word. She was <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally yeah. She's high medication. as a kite. She's like, okay, so yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. great, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, right. I wasn't yeah. like that. It, it, you were, you were, were you there, Jill? Uh, I was at home with the kids yeah. when she came in. Yeah, so <laughs> she was, she was half in the bag. Yeah, yeah. And I'm there, and I'm just... <laughs> He's crying. I'm like sitting on a rock. In FaceTime, doctor ha- doctor has not said anything, and you're already crying. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, what's going on? Yes, what, yes. Tell us, and he goes, yeah, you're in full remission, um, and yeah, the, the things look good. Just like dead, deadpan. And I'm like, say, come again. <laughs> Hold on, excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, you just, you're, you're, everything looks good. It you're looks in full, good. you're yeah. in full, full remission. And you're like, are you saying mm-hmm. she's cancer free, <laughs> yep. bro? What's up? Yep. And I got class starting. Wow. And I'm just literally on a rock in Kona. Yeah. Just bawling my eyes out. Of course. Out. And then like students knew. So yes. they would come up to me and they'd be like, what's happening? And I'm like, you shut up, get out of, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, get out of here. Like, leave <laughs> yep. me alone. And then I had to go back to class. She rang, she rang a bell, Patty Leach from Life Center Church. That's right. So you ring a bell when you're done with chemo? Yes, I I have heard that. Is that just them? Is that you saying you're cancer free or yeah. you're done with chemotherapy? That you or? are, that you're done with the treatment. Done with the okay. treatment. So for me, it wasn't just like the treatment. Because I did the treatment before too, and sure. I came back. So sure. for me, it was more like I wanted. Um, Patty has sent Patty us. Patty Leach, one of our pastors, who'd like. Yes, from yes. When we lived in Pennsylvania, like yes. Marriage counseling with us, like just uh, shout out Life Center Church. <laughs> oh, they're, they're the best church, man! <laughs> awesome. I got the opportunity to speak there one time, Dude. and it was awesome. Yeah. Those guys, right before, like people sent us stuff, and it was amazing. Like we got. Of course. Just Little over the beanies top. Over the all, top. So many different yeah. stuff. And we, we just, if we didn't send you a thank you card, thank you so much. Our lives were Sorry. chaos. <laughs> but thank you. But Patty Leach sent a box, and in that was like a bell. And I just went and spoke at Life Center. And and Patty was like, I felt like I needed to send her a bell because she would get, yeah. you know, be Amen. totally healed. And she didn't write it down, but she was like, I'm sending her a bell. Cause she's Absolutely. Really clear. Yeah. So 
uh, if some people saw the video, that was the video. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't there because I was in Hawaii, and I still had, like, five days left in Hawaii. Oh, my and goodness. So, and my mind was gone after that. But she, she rang the bell at home. Yeah. Jess, Jessica Tate was there. My kids were there. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Back to normal. Wow. I mean, that was just a weird, that is the, that was, that has been the weirdest thing. Yeah. Going through something like that. And then the next day, okay, I got to start working back. And now you're still doing, yeah, yeah. you're going to help with this and normal stuff. And it's like, yeah. So I still, I think it feels like still kind of landing. Sure. Yeah. On yeah. going through that and then watching the bags when all the bags, the chemo come and they're all covered and it says hazard. And you knowing that it's going to your heart, or, and yeah. it's it those things are just they're yeah. hard. They're just hard, and you're just yes. like God, God, God. I'm like, yes, just take the wheels. There's yes. nothing else you can do. Yeah. Of course, of course. E- yeah. Each each time, well, the first time we went through this, I didn't want to know anything. Mm. I didn't know studying. I didn't know research. I was like, I don't want to know. I did all the research. <laughs> the first time. The first time. The second time, totally different. I I read more doctors. I read more case studies. I got fully involved. And even, and I, I just want to share this because so often we take one scenario, we lead it into the next. Of right? course. Mm-hmm. And when, it, nine years ago when she had cancer, we faced it one way. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine years later, we faced it a totally different way. And I think the reason why I'm saying this, I think so many people when they, when they face, especially in the spirit filled healing, healing movement, we can, we can get so dogmatic. Yes. And what, what, what was good for me in one season is not good for me in the next season. Right. I, I felt like I needed to research. I needed to, I needed to know what was going on. And, and if you would have asked me nine years ago, would I ever you know, would, would I be like that? No, I would say, no, it's a pot. You know, I don't even want to know anything. I just want faith. My faith was encouraged and increased as I read this time around. Wow. It was the weirdest thing because I was like, okay, the odds are not in her favor. So we're going to have to see this thing through. Like God's going to really have to show up at the miracle. Each, uh, I just feel like so many people, they adopt somebody else's testimony. They adopt somebody right. else's story. So I, I just ask anyone that's listening to this, one, know that uh, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to feel alone. It's okay. It is. It is okay. It, you're not living there, but it's okay. That process, it comes and it hits you like a ton of bricks. And you have to be a part of a community in order to have a community surround you. Right. Yes. Right. So, so, so many good. people, they try to jump in and start looking for community. Why isn't the church there? But y'all were never a part of a community ahead of time. And, and yeah. so don't wait. Don't wait until it, it, it goes south to become a part of a community and have friends that will jump in. We, I understand that our situation is different because we have a worldwide community. And we, and we do. And, and it's mind-boggling. But... but become a part of a community now so that when things go south and they do uh you're invested in a place and they're invested in you and they know you like you could call me and tell me stuff and and you would you'd be like i I don't care whether you're whether you want finance or not i'm sending it to you anyway like 
that all came because we're invested. Um, and, and don't apply right. one season to the next. Yeah. Hear what God's saying in that season. Amen. Because Moosey made decisions. I will never do chemo again. She would say that to me. And yet, boom, we find ourselves. And I would say I would never study and, and find out what's going on because that would hurt my faith. Second time around, didn't hurt my faith. It, it encouraged me. I wanted it. I needed it. Moosey did chemo. Like it, you have to look at each season as different. And a lot of times yes. we grab a hold of other people's testimonies, other mm-hmm. people's stories. When there's supposed to be an inspiration of obedience, we, we follow a formula. Jesus. Wow. Well said. It, it's so true. It, we love formulas. We do. Right? Eat this berry. Take this juice. Go to Rub Peru, this oil. Yeah. Eat the ant. Right? You know, repent of this. Yes. Like so often people go, I, you know, something's happened. Cancer. Uh, things are, I lost my job, whatever it is. And then we start to get introspective at that point. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what did I do wrong? Did I go left and I was supposed to turn right? Did I, did I not obey God? And now he's angry at me. And we get into this, we get into this chaos in our minds. And, and he is the prince of peace. Like it is, Jesus is, um, is a man. He is God, but he is the prince of peace. Amen. And you can have peace when you don't, when you don't like let all of that stuff in and it tries to come in and your mind will go places, but stand on the fact that you know him and he knows you. And even if your relationship isn't the best, he, he draws near during those times. Like he yes, draws he does. near and he might not be drawing near in the way that you want him to, mm-hmm. but he draws near in a way that, that you will only get in those scenarios and those situations. Right. And, and man, you find, you find him in your kids you find him in the word i found him in the book of job not and everybody says like oh of course because you're sure. through, no sure. like i read through that and i i'd never had joy reading the book of job wow until i read that yeah i saw in, in the book of job i think it's job seven or nine jesus and job are going back and forth and and or god and job are going back and forth and and he says i am the god that walks on the waters and on the waves and on the st- or in the storm and on the seas, mm. and you and and it hit me. Fast forward, and Jesus was there with Job, because you, you fast forward to Peter walking on water. Yes, yes. And Jesus comes walking in their moment of chaos, and 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 I saw Jesus in the Old Testament in a way that I had never seen him before. I saw wow. Jesus in the middle of Job's suffering, yes. revealing himself yes. as I never did before. And 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 you need to go through these seasons. To, and not just look at them as what have I done wrong, but Lord, what are you doing inside of me? Amen. Do I trust you? Do I really trust you? Do, do I just say I trust you? And our marriage, like our marriage, went deeper. Uh, you know, it, it went deeper than than it's ever gone. I think. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I served. Mm. Um, I, I need to. I need to say this. My team. Irish global team, Sean Ercole, Joy, the the leadership team, all of the whole entire staff, uh, Gabe Reed, Heidi, they all took portions mm-hmm. of my mm. role and spread it out. Mm. And and they allowed me to take the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I probably went down about twenty percent of what I normally sure, do. Sure, sure. And even when I would try to do that twenty percent, I would my mind and heart wasn't in it. It was mm-hmm. the weirdest season. 
But I watched, I watched just God speak so clearly through so many different people, so many different circumstances. And, and you just can't get formulaic about it. You have to go in worship mm-hmm. from the beginning and in worship. And, and husbands or wives whose spouse, like your job is not to have the answers. It's mm. just to serve. Yeah. It's just to serve and be a rock. So good. Yeah. So good. I think there's just one thing that I did want to add. <laughs> we're, just, we're just telling hey, you. This well, is good <laughs> stuff. I can only imagine how many people that this will bless. And so. I'm hoping and I'm praying and believing in Jesus' name that all of the people that we're connected to that may walk through a similar trial, right. that they would find this video. Yeah. I hope so, too. I mean, it's felt like one of the things that I felt also the first time, and I, I did, I felt like it was like I needed to carry this one. Um hope wasn't about healing hope was about him wow and if i live or die it's he's still hope yeah amen and it it changed my perspective and i felt like that part into eternity Hmm. that is not just because i'm like we we are so only thinking about what it looks like here you know on earth but no when he said i am hope i am the person of hope yes here or in heaven. Mm-hmm. If I don't get to see it here, then I'll see it in heaven afterwards. And on, and at one point, we don't own our lives. So when you have a diagnosis like this, you are just um, you are confronted with the fact that you could go at any minute. But we honestly, can we add an hour to our life? Can we add ten minutes to our lives? We can't. Right. And that was the one thing, like, even, like, after those 21, 20 days on the hospital was, um, can I add 10 minutes? And I was like, no, I can't. Wow. And I was like, okay, God, it's yours anyways. Yeah. It Amen. always was. Amen. And it's just like, just give you back. Mm-hmm. But for me, and because I want people to just remember, because sometimes when you're going through it, when you're sick and when you're in pain, you're only thinking that hope is healing. And and no, it's not. It's so much more. It's the person of wow. Jesus. Mm. Wow. That is incredible, Moosey. Moosey <laughs> needs to preach this. Yeah. There is no doubt about that. I've been trying to. Hey. I had to force this to happen. Moosey, come on, sis. <laughs> we need your voice. We <laughs> need your message. You, you need to write about this, preach this, teach yeah. this. Anything we can do to get you to talk more, <laughs> I want to encourage you to do that. You know, I know it didn't feel like it at the time, but you know, being someone who gets to receive from you in this moment, Mm -hmm. you have a gift that Will and I don't have and no one else here has. You have faced death in a way none of us have. And we need to hear what you have to share because we know death is not the end, but you Mm -hmm. know that much better than we do. Mm, Thank you. I think one of the things that would be, well, at least for me, yeah, go for it. I would really love it if Moosey could pray for anybody that may be listening. You may not have a cancer diagnosis right Right. now. You may feel suicidal. You may be depressive. You may feel like you're going through something in your life right now, and it is the end. And if something doesn't shift today, then it's over for you. 
If it feels like that for you, I want you to listen to this story, play it back again and again, and receive faith and hear this testimony and know that we are able to overcome. Not because we're in control or That's got right. it all figured out, That's but because right. Jesus is good, he is a healer, and he is well able to bring us through. So mm. if that's okay, Moosey, would yeah. you be willing to bless everybody listening? And if you're on the podcast, whether it's audio and you can do this safely while you're driving, just open your hands and just receive this as a gift as Moosey prays for you. Oh, thank you. God, we, we thank you for everything that you are, and we thank you for everything that you have done in our lives, God. We thank you. God, we just thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you because you are the anchor that will take us through everything. You are the anchor of our lives. You are the anchor of our families. And we don't feel like it. We can come running to you. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you will just help us have our eyes locked on Jesus through it all. Will you grant us the ability to just have our eyes locked on you through it all, even when we feel it and when we don't. And Holy Spirit, we just say, will you come and pour your love? Will you come and pour your peace? We want to do things your way, though we don't understand it most of the time, God. But we, we say, come, will you come? Yes. And just renew our minds, have our eyes fixed on you, God. Have our eyes fixed on you through it all. We worship you in this moment. And you, we say you are the God of eternity. And we, God, we declare healing power in Jesus' name to whoever is listening to this. We declare hope. We declare peace. We break the power of anxiety in Jesus' name, mm -hmm. of fear. Because you are the only one that we want to surrender to. We are the only one we want to surrender our lives to. No other God. We love you, God. We love you in this place. We love you in this place. We love you, God. And Father, I just ask um, if there's anyone here with watching this with cancer, any, any disease that's life-threatening, uh, Lord, Lord, would you pour out your healing over them? Mm -hmm. Amen. In Jesus' name, even as they're listening to this, mm -hmm. that your fire falls on them, that every mm -hmm. cell in their bodies that is not of you, Lord, yes. you would heal it in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Lord, total yes. restoration, total, total restoration in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen, Lord. Amen. Amen. We receive it. And um, if you receive it, we want you to take it, carry that with you, uh, not only today, but moving forward, that you are not defeated, but through Christ, you have the victory. Amen. And we thank you, Jesus, for that victory. <laughs> yeah. And I want to say thank you guys for allowing me the privilege of hearing your story in this context. I'm grateful that we've been able to talk outside of this yeah. room and uh, not in the green room or at this table, but in this setting in particular, I can not only imagine how many people will be blessed by you sharing. So thank you so much, Moosey. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Will. Thank, thank you for your courage and for blessing the body of Christ. 
with your story. And thank you for watching Iris Green Room Podcast on YouTube. If you are watching this on YouTube, I want to invite you now. If you have not subscribed yet, you have to because there's going to be all kinds of awesome stories from the mission field that are not only going to inspire, but also bring impartation to your life. So hit that subscribe button, like this video if you have not yet, ring that bell. That's the thing I've always wanted to say as a YouTube <laughs> influencer uh, because we want you to get notifications and leave a comment to let us know how you've been blessed by the message today. And please, if you know somebody that this would benefit, share it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. Yeah. Let's get it out to our friends, our family, our community, and bless as many people as possible with it. So God bless you guys. We love you. Thank you so much. Dude, I'm getting my seat back. <laughs> I think I'm going to be back did, for the next did. episode. <laughs> I love you, Lyle. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for letting me host.